everyone's good. <coughs> everyone's good, good. Yep, yep. Let's good, see, good, good. let's see. Do we see Look like some right. good levels. Levels. There's levels to this room. Yeah. Word. Levels, levels and levels, layers. Levels. <coughs> we levels are and back. layers. We are back. Chloe. She says, I am the masterpiece of my own life. Mm, I am the Michelangelo of my own life. Mm. The David that I am sculpting is me. Mm. 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 Interesting. Deep. (laughs) (laughs) That's what's up. What up, Fab? What up, show? What's happening? What's happening? What's cracking? And, well, no, let me not say that. What up? What up? It was good. Everything, man. Everything. Everything is good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome uh, to another episode of Black yeah. on Purpose. I'm your boy, J-Fab. It's King Shogun. Illustrate. Welcome. Hello <laughs> on this Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm. It don't really feel like a Memorial Day weekend. It doesn't. I don't smell like barbecue, so. It just feels like Sunday. Yeah, it, it does. feel like Sunday feel part like two. Sunday. Because yesterday <laughs> definitely felt like Sunday. Today feels like Sunday part two. <sighs> I might have to get on the grill later, man. Yeah, I got to. We grilled yesterday. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. We grilled yesterday. I actually gave him a lot of the use out of my grill during all of this. Yeah, we're Like a lot. Quarantine grilling. What you been? What you been making? Well, Shit, what you been grilling? A little bit of everything. I did. I did shrimp and steaks a couple weeks ago. I did a bunch of chicken yesterday and some steaks. Did like a little small gathering, mm-hmm. like six people. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. Grilled some steaks. Uh, there were skewers there. A friend of mine, she brought like some flank steaks. We grilled those up and then sliced them up and put them in tacos. It was a Ooh, good time. Some steak tacos. Wow, y'all was wilding out. Yeah, yeah. Wilding out. Wilding <laughs> out. Yeah, we did chicken and burgers yesterday. Well, my wife did. She got an itch to grill, so. Nice. First time I didn't have to stand in front of the grill for a minute. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we did burgers, think burgers, dogs, and chicken yesterday, and it's all gone. Hey, yeah, had a few people over. Fuck COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck COVID. Damn. So, so let me check in. Have y'all had anybody close by recently? You know, come down with it or with say that they've had it. No, no, Mm-mm. no, uh, not for not with me either. I found out my cousin actually had it. Oh yeah, and it's the, the the she's not the first person that I found out that's close to me that's had it. But the thing that I'm seeing in both of their cases, they didn't tell anybody until after the fact. It's like the zombie bite, man. Like they kept it a secret. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like as I was looking at it's her, like the like, zombie what? bite, because people know they can't be around people, and yeah. you know, just the stigma around it. Yeah, it's the it's the zombie bite. Um, so what did? What did she say? She she just basically, like, you know, I called just to check in on her. You know, just say, hey, you know, what's going on, cuz? Because we just keep up with each other. And just casually, she's like, yeah. So I had COVID-19 about two weeks ago. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you serious? And, but the fucked up thing is she told my mom. And my mom didn't say shit. 
it's the zombie bite. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people, because it's like, and I thought about that. It's like everybody is scared to have it because they don't want people around them yeah. to react. People recoiling. You know what shit. I'm saying? Because all it is is vitamin C and rest. Yeah, because that's pretty much what she did. She's like, I just locked myself in my room, mm-hmm. and her her daughter was there. She just graduated from college, and she was back and was just kind of taking care of her through the door, like sliding, mm-hmm. you know, sitting stuff there, just leaving it, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, your body will beat that up, man. It's just... People mm-hmm. are making it through this. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Way more are making it through it, but... Like we talked about on the other podcast, it's just pre-existing stuff is where it's causing mm-hmm. like problems with people. You know, everybody that's seen the past away had like asthma or some kind of pre-existing condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. I mean, it's kind of been all over the board. People yeah. who were healthy and fine to people who ain't. It's, mm-hmm. it's just don't I don't know. Or people who thought they were healthy, and right? Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, according to an Instagram post, marijuana. Fights COVID nineteen, marijuana wins again. So, man. <laughs> I swear, man, marijuana beats everything. It's man, it it really makes you think, man. Like it's there's so much that it can cure, and it's taking so long to get legalized. It just don't make sense. It makes a lot of sense why it's not. Well, legalized. well, yeah, yeah. When you put it that way, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand why they're not legalizing it because you get more money locking niggas up. Taking it, putting it back on the street, locking them up again, and it's way more money in that than than just making it legal, than taxing it. Yeah, that's mm. true. Yeah, everything goes down then. <laughs> Prescription drug use, all that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think that's the big pharmaceuticals might have been fighting this the most. They have, yeah, because they they're still talking about we. There's not enough data to to show Man. the. The uh, what is it? The the side effects or the the long term effects? I'm like, come on. We've had hundreds of years to determine that weed has not killed anyone. <laughs> no, like hundreds. It only helped people. There Period. Ain't, there is. There's no disclaimer. May cause this. May cause your eyes to bleed. May it ain't call. no. Yeah, it ain't no high outrages. It ain't no uh, high and destroying a crowd of people driving. <laughs> like it's no cases of this. Yeah, it's not. It temporarily cures racism. Long term, <laughs> all about love. I'm almost sure Jane Elliott smokes weed. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, her and Tim Wise. Tim Wise, I'm not here. Tim Wise, white man. He, he Tim Wise wrote, wrote this book called White Like Me, and uh, he talks yeah, yeah, about yeah, white yeah, privilege. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, okay. he's all about talking breaking talking. down white privilege. Yeah, Jane Elliott's a national treasure, man. Yeah. Protect her at all costs. Shout out to Jane Elliott. Shout out to Jane Elliott. Those are your allies. That's what you call an ally. That's what you call an ally. We need them. Yeah, man. But yeah, this does feel like a Sunday, man. Yeah, it's real easy going, you know. Mm -hmm. Mellow, mellow, mellow. Mellow as hell. Not at work. Not at work. Air horn. (laughs) (laughs) Man. All right, what we want to get started, man? Yeah. Fuck it, man. Elephant in the room that's been staring at his face for the last <laughs> for the longest. six episodes. Been trying to get to this shit forever. Yeah. All right, man. So do y'all experience code switching at your job? Mainly. That's mainly where it happens at. I say 80, 90% of code switching takes place at your job. Yeah. At the job all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The job is the one spot. 
I have to remind my. Do you guys have trouble with reminding yourself to code switch? Like when you're talking to this person, you have to remember, like, okay, I need to turn it on for them. Yeah, kind of. Well, not turn it on, but it's like you gotta. Like sometimes you'll go, you'll switch from talking to a coworker, and it's like you know that that's regular. And then, right? Like in, in my in my case, well, wait, like a, well, not to cut you off, my uh-huh, bad. Before uh-huh. we get into it. What break down the definition of what code switching oh, okay. is what I, for people who might not know? Okay, code switching to me is when you're in a different setting other than your family and friends, and so there's terms you can't use. There's a right. way that you your vernacular, yeah, your your whole yeah. vernacular changes, and it has to change in order to fit this box that you're in at right. that moment to be appropriate. To, or, yeah, or whatever that appropriate means or, or comfortable <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. To, or to make them feel comfortable to make yes. exactly yeah. to make them to, to make, make yourself feel, comfortable for them right yeah yeah so i guess in a nutshell that's pretty much it typically the job is mainly where you're going to do this yeah i don't yeah. think you're going to walk down the street and feel a need to <laughs> no you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but or certain circles you might be yeah, in, you might yeah. find yourself in even socially yeah but even then it that's it's not that extreme yeah it's not that extreme and i'm really cuz i'm already having to remind myself to do it at the job mm-hmm. so if i'm just talking to somebody and i'm at a party and i got like a drink in my hand yeah. i might just start talking some shit yeah yeah but well I, and i think me and you are in similar naturally. situations in that regard because we work around people that Right. I have to code switch as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like we work in a section where people are. I can't say it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, man, I'm. Uh, more and more, I'm getting to the point to where I just feel like one day I'm just going to snap and just turn it off <laughs> and just go full day Chappelle. <laughs> like. Yeah, I've seen it happen. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> man, it's just... Definitely seen it happen. I mean, it definitely happened. You know, and like I said, me and Brian have very similar uh, angles. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as that concerned, like, I work with people that I don't have to code switch with. Yeah. That are higher-ups. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I still have to have some kind of gauge on who... To code switch with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in that regard, because it's just a corporate setting that can get kind of corporate-y. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he said. <laughs> and, you know, some things can get taken out of context or literal when they shouldn't be. And mm-hmm. So still got to kind of watch those different angles. Because you would think you're talking to someone who's quote-unquote cool, and they're not. <laughs> And it's like, damn, I should have code switched with that exactly. person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I know your boundaries. Yeah. So it gets kind of, I don't know. Y'all ever seen anybody who switches like so extreme and you're like, this can't be really who you are? I'm going to say no, because if I see you, I feel like that's who you are. Yeah. I don't know that other side of that person. If that's, you know, or, what I mean? or, or have you ever had it like confirmed that that's not who they are? Like, you know, you've seen them at work mm-hmm. or like, okay, I'll give an example. There's a guy that I used to work with 
who like his he, he it wasn't his real name but we called him Hopewell because years ago I worked at a call center mm-hmm. where we were canvassing for donations to certain organizations that didn't really exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, <clears throat> at this job, this dude used to call himself Hopewell. And he used to talk just like this all the time. And, hey, man, what's going on? How mm-hmm. you doing, guys? Da, 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 da. And I remember, like, you know, I'm working at this job. I'm working with this guy at this point for at least a year. And this is him every day. Mm-hmm. I'm out in the club that night and one weekend, and I just run into this dude. Straight nigga, like yo, what up? <laughs> he got the tear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what? Yo, what up, son? Oh, what you doing out here, man? I don't even know you go out like that. B. And I'm like, hope well. He's like, come on, man, come on, hope come well, on. nigga. <laughs> he was straight up Danny Glover, <laughs> right? From straight up. up, yeah, yeah. Nice. I haven't seen that. Extreme. Seen that? I've nah. seen two two examples of that. Unless I'm that person. <laughs> you might be man I, I'm real interested it. to see you but my In a working environment my, 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 my. Just, Nah just no, no, in no, no, that no. corporate that, world I'm that, real interested to see that shit That I, I stay to myself In that corporate environment yeah, It's, it's when I deal with who I have to deal with Um, You know our, our partners When I have to deal with our partners it's th- I think that's when I turn it on more I don't do it like around coworkers and nothing like that. Like day to day work. Yeah, it's just but, more about when I'm when we dealing with our partners. That's when yeah. I kind of do it, but not for <laughs> like, you know, higher ups and that. Nah, not not for them. Uh, that's nah, why I'm, I don't do it either. I'm glad that the people I work with, my little small circle, uh-huh. mainly black folks. Yeah. I mean, so, oh, I'm 100 work. <laughs> so that's, I ain't got to do too much. Uh, too much switching, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when when I go out of my little circle and I'm out on the road, then right. yeah, I gotta be a little. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When you're dealing with y'all's audience or y'all, mm-hmm. you know, your partners, that's when it's yeah. more like that with that. Oh, that's a whole other thing. I'm yeah. jolly as fuck. Yeah. Hey. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, I start having fun with it after a while. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, all right, man, if we gonna act, let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's commit. Yeah, let's yeah, commit, yeah. To the character. commit to the character, man. <laughs> yeah. I I just hate that we have to do that, period. It's- yeah. I mean, but the thing is, in that regard, we not the only ones that have to do that. Because what we're doing is we're being... Like, in my position, we're being the face for someone else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's not really you. It's not you at all. you just part of this matrix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that represents, you know, a bigger entity. So, I think everyone has to do it to a certain degree, but it's easier for other people that come from different places. Yeah. Have different mm-hmm. back backgrounds. Because they have to. You know what I'm saying? Like, for us, it's kind of... It's kind of tough. <laughs> it's kind of tough, man. Yeah, but I get it. I get that it's a part of the game, and it's just a game, man. We're all in it anyway. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. You are, you're gonna be playing some out. kind of game if you entrepreneur, whatever it is. You still, it's still like America is a big game of sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pick a car, go back. Go back Go home, back start over. Spaces, start over. Oh man, it really is. When you think about it, yeah, man, it really is. <laughs> it really, it really is. Big game of sorry. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry to lesson. <laughs> but uh yeah, so we finally tackled that. Yeah, we did. Shout yeah, out man. to Code Switching. Shout out to Code Switching <laughs> and, and, and the masterful code switchers out there that, that have your, your coworkers fooled into thinking that's really you. Man, shout out to y'all. I love it. Shout out to y'all because we make the economy work. Yes. The code switches make the economy work. <laughs> the essential workers. <laughs> right. Yeah, man. What else we got? Um, well, we can. Let me see. Let's go ahead and highlight our. Uh... <coughs> Damn. Sure. What's it called again? What's oh, <laughs> on the black hand side. On the, on black, the black hand, hand side, side of things, and, and, and that what what is the, mm. on the black hand side? Uh, so we're gonna highlight. <laughs> music goes here. Yep. Um, Insert music here. But we want to try a thing where we highlight. Uh, some some you know and for lack of better words some black excellence some black excellence. you know any anything that involves the black community and you know where we are making improvements and striving um today let's talk about Frank Baker who is a private equity investor uh African American who has just paid off uh all of the Tuitions of Spelman graduates for 2020. Oh, word! Oh, that's dope. That was Spelman. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. Oh, that, that's a different guy. I think yeah, different guy. This is a, oh, because somebody guy. did that for Morehouse too. That, yeah, shout out to did that for Morehouse. Grads. Shout out to Fred Baker. Yeah, he said um, he was inspired to do this because of what Robert Smith did for the more okay. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Morehouse. Robert Smith too. So big yeah. up. Shout out to those brothers. I mean, <clears throat> that's literally investing in. The future, and yeah. us, the future. Yeah, yeah I mean, you can't really argue with that. Nah, because these are what twenty-two year olds going out debt free. Can yep. you imagine? Like, nah. I still have debt. It's crazy, man. And you know what? Well, let's finish talk about black excellence. I don't want to go, off <laughs> but I can tell you, we I, we can talk about debt. But yeah, no, this is beautiful, man. Like, nah, that's that's really dope. He's doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's really really giving. A lot of people, a fresh start, just a good start. Yes, a, a good, good start. Yeah. A good, normal, like, hey, I'm out there in the field and it's legacy shit. Yeah. That man. we don't necessarily always get in our community. That's that that's that leg up we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These people gonna have families, kids, and like you said, you start out debt free, you going into the workforce or whatever you're doing, starting a business with no debt. Yeah. I, I think I think that's awesome. one of the the biggest things is you can go out there and take a risk on starting a business or whatever you want to do yeah. without having that debt hanging over your head of like, oh man, I got to do it. I got forty eight grand hanging over. Yeah, my head. yeah. Now that's that's super dope, man. So definitely shout out to Frank Baker. Yes, sir. We need to see more of that. Shout out Frank Baker. Frank Baker. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dope. Uh, yeah. Dope segment, man. Yeah. I feel, well, look, I feel real, better about life now. I do, actually. We got to feel yeah, better. We got to start. Yeah, I love it. But real yeah. quick, before we move on, because we on debt right now, and I mm-hmm. found out some bugged out shit, and I want y'all to confirm this for me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
talk to some of your older relatives that like went to college or something like that. They didn't pay off their student loans. Like I just talked to my mother the other day. Uh-huh. She's like, I never paid my student loans off. She's like, nobody did. I wonder but they didn't mom. have a way to catalog it like they do now. But she was like, in her day, she was like, nobody paid their student loans off. Huh. So I don't know. Like, have I, that I gotta, conversation, yeah, but that have... fucked me up. Because I'm like, that's the only debt that I actually have is yeah. student loans. Well, my... And I'm I'm always, like, secretly in the back of my mind just praying like this. They just one knock of these, it off one day. Yeah, one of these yeah. hacker groups. They yeah. want to fucking crash the PlayStation Network over Christmas. I'm like, yo, go, go, go hack yeah, fuck Sally, with Sally May, May, man. Let's do the right thing. Clean my shit out. Do the right please. thing. Clean yeah. me out. Do the but right yeah, thing. I, I, my yeah. mom is the only adult older than me that went to college. Ask her if she paid her student loans. Yeah, I'm going to ask her about that. She probably did know my mom. She's yeah, just a stickler yeah. like that. <laughs> She's just like that. Just, yeah. just paid it off. Yeah, she probably paid it before she graduated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my mom, I don't know. Um, I, I would have to ask her to see. Yeah, she's like, and I'm like, and you have no debt? She was like, no. Just swept under the rug. I was like, did the military take care of it? No. She was like, people just didn't pay it off. She's like, you just didn't pay. And I'm like, really? It's a bogus fee. That's crazy. It, I mean, it's some bullshit. It shouldn't be as expensive to educate yourself. No, it should make your life better. Well, we got YouTube now, so fuck college. True. YouTube Academy. (laughs) The University of YouTube. Oh, there's there's so much out there that we can do without going (coughs) to college. Yeah. So I already told my kids, like, you're not you're not just going to college just Just to go to college. You gotta wanna go. You're gonna do something where you're gonna yield some kind of results. You You gotta have a passion to because yeah. at this point you gotta like be an academia like you have to be wanting to learn and and do all this stuff to go to college. It makes no sense. Yeah. It's like high school part two. Yeah, it's true. It, it really is. You know, if you're not focused on like doing like I know, I know people who made a life out of going to school, like made a career out of going to school. Mm-hmm. They're like authors, career or, you know students. what I'm saying? Yeah, just career yeah. students. And I get that because you have a passion for school, like you like. Having a uh, some people are academians, yeah, for real. yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are straight academians, just like they just want to be there, and I get that. But if if that ain't the case, college is going to waste your time. Yeah, like, I'm sorry to say it like that, but no, yeah. it's, it's just it's wasted real. mine. But it, it wasted mine. You you gotta have like or like you said a desire, especially you know like if you're around our age and you're going back to school, you know this is something you you really gotta want to be there, right? Right. You know, this is just totally Other than that, thing. it's I mean, unless you're going like a trade school, right? You know, you're going mm-hmm. learn something you can, you know, get your hands dirty and and, and move forward. But even that's still like you got to want to work on cars. Right. You got to, you know, you got to really love. Like Devry took a lot of people, dude. Devry <laughs> Everest. There was. It's just Devry <laughs> robbed niggas, man. I think. I think yeah. for the longest, it was just so much of. Just go to college. Just go right. to college because we didn't do it. Like, just go. Because mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. The, and that used to be the formula. Yeah. Go to college. You go to be college. Somebody. Get you a degree. Go get you a job. And in some cases, really, you didn't even have to go to college. But that was part of the formula. Like, yeah. you could back then, you could go get out of high school, go find a good job somewhere, like a factory or, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere like that, and retire. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to do really well, then you would go to college. 
But now it's like, you know, you go to college, that's kind of like having a high school diploma now. Yeah, it's like a high school with dorms. Yeah. Yeah, kids coming out with just mad debt and no jobs. Yeah. Like, I remember my senior year, uh, we we were in the class, and that's one of the things the professors told me. He said, man, these grades don't mean nothing. <laughs> He's like, whatever it is you're doing, get experience in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that way you'll be an asset if you need a job or if you want to start your own. Mm-hmm. You'll always have the experience. He's like, man, these grades, nobody's going to look at these grades. And how, I graduated how? with a 3.9. <laughs> Cum laude. Was so excited. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything. I could just say that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> it's like bragging rights. You're stunned at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got my little tassel with the Cum laude shit, and my mom was there and was able to see me walk across the stage. Get a degree that wasn't there because it wasn't paid for. <laughs> and it was like, it was all for nothing, man. It, like, it was all for the sake of doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I already knew what I wanted to do. And the reason I was getting good grades because I was doing it outside of class. Mm-hmm. What I was going to school for, I was doing it outside of class. So it went back to having the experience. If you got the experience, yeah, yeah. you don't need the grades. Yeah. They say the college just shows people that you can start something and stick to it. That was it. That was the only reason I graduated. You can demonstrate that same thing with your experience. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just set goals. Mm -hmm. If if graduation is a goal and you could do it, then that means you can set any goal and do it. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the main thing I learned about college. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I was, I was never, I was never one that wanted to really go. Yeah. So, but, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Me <laughs> <laughs> now, college was, it was a good experience. Yeah, it's a good learning experience, it's I'm a, sure. It was a good experience, especially like meeting people from different, mm-hmm. you know, places. And yeah, yeah, just meeting different people and, you know, staying in the dorms, being 18 and are you grown now? You got to learn how to cook for yourself and learn how to fend for yourself. But you still have this community of people to where it's like you're not asked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So. It's like a little uh, real world, real world incubator. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying for right. like a teenager or something. So it's good in that regard. But if you banking on that to save you or to you know give you some guidance, like you have to use college. You can't let college like use you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it will. It's a lot of people that stay treated college like recess. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of people that pledge. That's probably what I'd end up doing. You know what I'm saying? Just walking around campus. Way to like a four-year school. Yeah, still wanting to be that guy. Like, all right, man. (laughs) Trying to really have your your blurry days. Yeah, like, you know, it's people that went to school just to pledge. You know what I'm saying? Because they dad did, but they didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I went, but I didn't want to be there. It was real, man. Now? It's a different world from where you came from. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much. Uh, I read so much, like more and more of uh, people who do go, like could it be like on the even on the uh, tech side of things. And when they mm-hmm. go, when they go, they learn what they learn. They get into the real world, and the real world's like, hey, what do you know? And like, I know this. Nah, none of that works, man. That's all like old. Like, right. Those are all wow. books you read yeah. two years ago. It was like, what can you do in a real world situation? Uh, experience, man. Mm-hmm. Experience. Yeah. It all boils down to that experience, man. You'll see people, like I'll see people move up in jobs just because they got experience. And then you see people that, you know, they got all the accolades, but 
they don't have that experience. They mm-hmm. just book smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have that. They they can't roll with the punches. They can't do anything outside of just what they learn. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's where that experience kicks in. Like, okay, I need to update my, you know, my learning on certain things. But, you know, that's what college don't teach you. Yeah. Nah. But you got to be observant to learn that. True. What else we got? What else we got? I'm not discouraging nobody from going to college. Though. Don't, don't. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. If you, if you're, if you have kids listening to this, that. please no. do not take my Everybody's word for it. But path is their own. That's what I learned. Yeah, just be smart yeah. about what you yeah. what you're there doing. There you go. Just Everyone's be smart about their it. Own. Be smart about it. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, what we talked about? Y'all want to jump into the uh, some things you learned? Uh, recently yeah yeah man <laughs> so the other day well yesterday actually i was watching uh, a news report with my mother now just to give you a little background about my mother she Shout is out to uh, Empress, man. she's, she's great. really yeah yeah man she's an amazing <laughs> she's woman she's my mom so she's already <laughs> awesome but um she is very heavy in the genealogy community and uh, she's actually like the first African American woman in the National Genealogical Society. Oh wow! And yeah. you know she does a lot of speaking engagements. They, she's very heavy in that community, and um, it's almost like I have this obligation to learn all this stuff from her. So she, whenever she gets the chance, she'll sit me down and talk to me or show me something. And we were watching this report the other day that was talking about the dangers of the DNA testing. So you know how you can get your DNA tested with the cotton swab and mm-hmm. send it in to those, you know, Ancestry.com. Uh, what is it called? 20, 20, yeah, 23 and Me. 23 and Me. Uh, African Ancestry. Mm-hmm. Even They even have it for the dogs now. Like, Damn, you know, I'm not getting my dog. Yeah, check. they got DNA <laughs> tested. Probably dog history. Hey, I got mine. You're done. a dog. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> but, but um, no, what they were talking about was you know, the fact that your DNA is now out there in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. So not those companies like Ancestry.com, because, you know, you tell somebody about that, you talk to the average black person about that, like, yo, you know, you should get your DNA done, find out where your lineage is from, and mm-hmm. then you can start researching your actual lineage mm-hmm. when you find out your bloodline. Because these things, when you take them, they'll show you, like, you know, what percentage of you know of a region of the world that you're in so like it'll be like park Ghanaian xyz everybody knows that but so these companies aren't necessarily giving your information to the government it's more so that like if you go to the hospital Mm -hmm. and you get like a biopsy done for whatever reason they have to take some tissue from you that tissue, they can do whatever they like with it. So what's happening is the, the government is, you have government agencies that are reaching out to these hospitals and things like that mm-hmm. to get this genetic information. So the genome is everything, right? DNA is going to pretty much be the key to everything. That's how they'll cure cancer one day. That's, you know, if they already haven't already done so. That's how they'll crack the code on people living longer. People will end up probably living for like, you know, a couple hundred years eventually. Mm -hmm. But um, the scary thing is with that, those are the benefits. That's the good side of it. 
But what you're concerned about is, you know, what's going to happen with this when government, you know, is it going to be used for evil? What kind of evil can this be used for? So in the, the, um, they're talking about like how they can use this information to target a specific group of people. So you can create a biological weapon that is really geared just towards black folks, Hispanic people, Asians. Yeah, that's that's some old yeah. Right. <laughs> that's right. that's that's the scary part. I mean cuz they were even you know, when COVID uh came around, that's what they were saying yep. that it, at first that yes, this could have been uh manufactured in mm-hmm. in a lab somewhere because of who is attacking and the and the types and, right so, right yeah. which right now I'm I'm hearing that black people have like the highest percentage in, in cases right now but <clears throat> the the craziest thing that I was I was looking at like you know my mother was was telling me about like you know there was an announcement that was made to uh military uh you know to soldiers and shit for them to be wary mm-hmm. of those DNA tests things like that you know that make an actual announcement like that that's true because my my brother-in-law he is in the military and Mm -hmm. they told them not to take don't do it yeah yeah see now so with that so also you know watching this um documentary they were talking about this guy from china and china (laughs) china (laughs) (laughs) he apparently i forgot what the gentleman's name was but um he basically was over there they they, you know they had in china they had this this mandatory physical if i'm not mistaken that they had to do Mm -hmm. but the physical was asking them all of these wild questions they took some tissue from him they drew blood from him and everything and you know he kind of went on about his day but then when he called back to find out about the results of everything they didn't have much info and then he was asking like okay well what was all of the um what was all of this for the response to him was, we can't tell you. And if you want to know, you can ask the police about it. See, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like- yeah. <laughs> the, the the hospital. Now, this is in China. Now, you know, China is very strict. Right. They have a ban on like hip hop culture right. over there. Yeah. The yeah. Internet, you can't they openly the use internet. the Internet. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's very it's basically a communist country. We need, but, man, we need to get Marcel on this show. Right? Yo, really. Though. I really would like to really do. Um, so, yeah, the hospital told him, if you have any further questions, you can reach out to the police. L- fast forward a couple years, because he be- ends up be- speaking out about this, he ends up having to flee the country and leaves his daughter and his wife behind. While he's over here in the United States, like, you know, I think years pass by, Eventually, his daughter reaches out to him and is telling him, like, you know, Dad, you can't reach us. Please don't contact us anymore. They say that you're a bad person. You can't help us, and the the police can. Please don't contact us. He didn't talk to his daughter for, like, two years, I think he said, after that. And then when he did talk to her, it was only with like a government and, or a police like chaperone. And this is all over DNA tests. Yeah. All over him speaking out about the fact that they were keeping this information. Right. And t- not telling you anything about it. So it's like, if somebody, you know, when you, you know, you have to do a biopsy, something's wrong. You go to the doctor, they have to take some tissue to run tests and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That information is not yours. 
They can do whatever they like with it. Your genetic code. They cloning niggas. Are they cloning people? <laughs> right. I mean, it's no telling. Create a group, an army, a robotic so, army. Right. But just because you always hear that, right? You always hear whenever somebody's like, you know, oh, shit, you know what? They're going to do something with your DNA. And, you know, us being conspiracy theorists like we are, mm-hmm. or, you know, me and you, yeah. I know Fab is more on the practical yeah. side of things, yeah. but... You know, when you hit, you always Fab hear this. Be the first one to get bit by a zombie, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, though. But nah, you, you always hear, like, you know, oh, they're going to do something. But just getting the confirmation. Right. Like, you know, right. things something like else that. something else going on. Yeah, they're telling soldiers, be wary of taking DNA tests. Um, and then with all of these reports and them not actually even denying the fact that this, yeah, okay, yeah, we took this information but and this is yours. ours now. And we can do whatever we want with it. So that's insane. Yeah, because think about any any new creation or technology or anything is always, you know, used for something wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yeah. Point. It, it always just starts with the military to see yeah. like how we can help. Yeah, right. And then it ends up being something that could be weaponized. Mm-hmm. Right. So being able to create a biological weapon that targets people based on genetic information—that's mm-hmm. frightening. Yeah, because when you start yeah. mixing that with, it's past frightening. That's <laughs> that is yeah. That's, when you mm. start mixing biological technology with with digital technology, like right, you don't know what these people are thinking right. about You're doing. To like troll people. Uh, see, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Us. He told us to get out. There's a bunch of clones us. underground eating rabbits oh. raw. <laughs> told you that movie was great. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch that movie. <laughs> Hey, guys, y'all just be careful out there, man. I'm all about everybody finding out their history. And DNA. I've, I've take, I took the DNA test before it became popular when I was in high school. I was a kid. But just be you careful out there. He was on it when it was underground. So, so your mom your mom is even like. Yeah, know, my mom is even weird. like, yeah. The, the genealogist is like, be careful. Because she was like, and then not only that. The genealogist who was also a military officer that worked right. in military intelligence right. is telling me, like, yeah, you might want to be careful. So does, so, she, does she suggest a uh, way to go about if you want to do your I mean, she's like, do the genealogy. DNA. The thing is, there's not really any suggestion that can be made. Mm-hmm. You just kind of in a catch-22. You go to the doctor, what's one of the first things that they want to do? Draw for blood. Me? Draw blood. Yeah. You That's say the first no, thing they do. right? I mean, you can refuse it. <laughs> then it's like, all right, but well. then how the fuck they gonna know what what <laughs> to yeah, do? Right. So it's kind of a catch twenty two, and um, so there's not really a suggestion. She's just like, it's fucked up. That's pretty much what she's telling me. But Damn. she had a lot more to say. My mother is like this oh, well spring of information. Yeah, yeah, so we're gonna, we gonna get her on the pod, man. Don't y'all worry. Yeah. We're gonna get Empress on the pod. <laughs> yeah, we and can't just drop be, this. It's gonna be incredible. <laughs> she says she's game. Word. But um, yeah, man. But you know, just yeah, that that just really bugged me out. Like we were watching that because you know you hear you hear something mm. like that, and you're like, okay, it's possible. And it's terrible if it's what's really going on. But then when you get the confirmation that it right. is going on, it's like, okay, scary, man. Diabolical plots and schemes. Yeah. The American way. That's, yeah, that's what this country oh, built on. Oh, man. 
<laughs> it's, it's so messed up. Yeah, man. it just make you want to stay in the house. Yeah. Message. <laughs> Dude, because you mentioned China, right? We need to have a talk about China. China. <laughs> yeah. Only we because, do. like, see, I, my, my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's been, well, well, one part of it is it's been a lot of people from China mm-hmm. investing and buying up property yep. here. Here? Makes oh, sense. Okay. yes. That makes sense. Like, and in Africa, too. Like, trying oh, to just. They've been, they've been crazy. We, okay, we got to get Marcel on the show because I don't want to have an in depth convo about mm-hmm. China without ever having been there or. Okay, so yeah, yeah. All right, then we yeah, got we'll, we, We're going to get Marcel on here. Yeah, man. we do got to get Marcel. We'll he, he's he's lived in China for for quite a bit, and he can give you a play by play of what's what's going on and how it affects us and mm-hmm. how they really view us. And think, he's been over there for what? Yo, he's told me some crazy. I'm sure stories he has. <laughs> is he is he back here? I don't know if he's in general. He, I think he's here. Is he back here? Uh, I don't know if he's in Atlanta. I know he came back. We 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 got to get him on the phone though. or something, man. We, yeah. We'll get him on the line. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I definitely want to, if we want to talk about China, I want to talk with him because he's, I'm he sure knows he what's got, up. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows what the fuck is going on. Four years, three, oh, three. longer than that. Yeah, what was it four Maybe or five 10? years? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know about yeah. 10. Yeah. yeah, he's been he's been over there for a while though. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I would love to sit and talk with him because China's such a big thing now. Like, mm-hmm. as far yeah, as. I mean, it is, man. There's it's always lot. been, but yeah, yeah but is, it just seems like what they like. It seems like they're gearing up for some long. They are game because it's like calculating, yeah, yeah. Like they're getting all of their a lot of their people out of poverty. So what was it called? The the, the trilateral tri, was trilateral it commission. Yeah, it wasn't it was China, U.S. and and someone else? Correct. I, I, hold on, I think hold on, UK. I don't know, if I'm not guys. mistaken, yeah, we about to get yeah. shut down. <laughs> yeah, we about to get murdered, man. We 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 need to get a Google Google guy in here, yeah, Screen Man, yeah, or something. Trilateral Commission, the Trilateral Commission. Yeah, China is. Yo, this is scary as hell. Yeah, I had no. Like, I was reading a book that talks specifically about that. Rockefeller Fellows. Yeah, they were breaking down just like how China is moving. It's called uh, Africa, uh, China's new new continent, or something like that. I gotta look up the book again, but um, okay. So it's Europe, North America, and Asia. It's breaking down like how China is going into Africa and buying up a lot of these places, and he's interviewing people and just listening to when they're talking. When he's he's interviewing these guys and telling you what they were saying, just the mentality of you know the mentality that they have is mm-hmm. like very long con calculating right. you know sacrifice now for the greater right. of the whole 20 30 40 years in the yeah, future yeah my my grandchildren will be rich so i'm going to suffer through this poverty now or work my ass off now so that my great 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 grandchildren will be good so right yeah they just want some different shit man yeah yeah, yeah. So we'll so we'll come back to yeah, that. We'll come back yeah, to we got to come back to that. But I, I definitely wouldn't. Man, I would love to get in depth with that, yeah. Marcel. Man, yeah, I am fascinated by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I gotta sure. tell you about that book, man. Once I find it, it's on Audible. I'm it. sure he got some um, some uh, gifts, <laughs> some donations. <laughs> what do we got? Uh, um, so we got the um, the Big L Doc. I don't mm-hmm. think it dropped yet. Let me, matter of fact. 
uh, what's it called? Problem child? Foul child. Foul child. Foul child. Sorry about that. Yeah. Respect. Harlem. Big L. All right. Yes. I'm going to minimize that window real quick just to say this. Who's your top five from Harlem? Harlem? Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> you got it's a hard you, one, man. Yeah, you got a very hard one, right? <laughs> Harlem? I mean, it's definitely Big L's on that list. Mm-hmm. I think most of my favorite rappers are like from Long That's Island. That's what I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Brooklyn, get to that. Brooklyn or somewhere out in Cali. Uh, is, is Dougie Fresh from Harlem? I think he is. I don't know. Uh, See Dougie from Harlem. We got Cameron, Big L, Jim Jones, Santana. That's the top five. That is crazy. Black Rob, Curtis Blow, McGruff, Immortal Technique. Oh shit! I know Immortal Smoke Technique. Smoke Dizza, Spoonie G, Freaky Ziki, Forty Cal, ASAP Ferg, Q-Tip, Jay Mills. Oh, where he was born? Isaiah Banks. <laughs> Biz Marquis. You talking about where they rapping, though. Yeah. Yeah, who reps Harlem? Charles Hamilton, Teddy Riley. I'm sure nobody in New York is like reps where they were born. Loom, yeah. Loom, G-Dep. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say nobody, but that was Mook. an ignorant statement, but you know what I mean. Def like Jeff, Bloodshed. Because RZA was born in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, him and... He was uh, born in Brooklyn, but he... Him he, and Old Dirty and I think somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Jizza. Well, Jizza, yeah. he was... Yeah, he, they Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I got top five, but... It would yeah, have, I got to think on that one. The diplomats. They're yeah. probably the like most... Curtis Blow and... Um, and uh, Big Cameron, L. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big L. Yeah. Most definitely. Big L That's diplomats. crazy. Out of Harlem, that's crazy. The city, like the with the richest history, <laughs> in the that shit. Yeah. It's so weird that there's not a lot of like iconic rappers from Harlem. I mean, like that rep Harlem. I yeah. should say, yeah. Like when you when you talk about all the icons, they're always from a different borough. Yeah, a lot Queens, of them from the Bronx, Queens. Bronx, Brooklyn, yeah, um, Long Island. In Queens, most mostly, mm-hmm. we talk about iconic New York rappers. It's never really Harlem like that. Yeah, not like that not at all. And they got the most like, like flamboyant I'm pretty sure we're borough. Not like it's somebody. like the most flamboyant borough. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But it's like not a lot of icons from there. Well, Puffy. Yeah, Puff. Flamboyant. Yeah. yeah. So, Dame Dash. Yeah, Dame is a Harlem nigga. But he but wasn't a rapper. Like MCs is like it's not. Mm-mm. Just seems like it's not a lot of dudes like that. Yeah, I mean, currently he was what ASAP Rocky. Yeah, uh, yeah. ASAP Ferg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They kind of that was the Harlem isn't a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Dave East from Harlem, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. He yeah. is. He is. Yeah, it seems like they picking up, but it's, it's just always weird to me. Like, you can't name, like, a lot of, like, just big icons like you can, like, yeah. with Queens. Yeah. Or Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, that's true. Just time, man. Time and 
influence and yeah, it's just what it is. Huh. All right, so on the topic of Harlem, Big L, mm-hmm. uh, Mass Appeal is putting together a eight minute. They're calling it a promo clip now. Okay, they were calling it a mini doc, and now they're calling it a promo clip because of some exchanges between uh, people that are near and dear to Big L. Mm-hmm. Uh, DITC, namely, uh, recently stepped to Mass Appeal publicly, and I guess they had some issues with the documentary and that no one reached out to them directly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mass Appeal claims that they spoke to Primo, Fat Joe, and someone else. I should have had this pulled up. I'm sorry. But um, they said they spoke to those two and another person from DITC, but I guess the memo didn't get out of what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. what their intent was, and what the documentary, documentary actually was. So they had some exchanges on Twitter, I believe. Some words. So some they did words the silver rings. Yeah. <laughs> they did the silver rings with the documentary. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like the more you hear about it and and now they're they're labeling it as a promo clip yes. for the celebration of his debut album, mm. Big Girl's debut album. Like I I never understand why cuz this, this isn't the first time that this type of thing has happened. No. So, but I I never understand why it keeps happening to where if you're going to film something about somebody who has that iconic status, like reach out to everybody. I'm like, like this is what we're doing. Just like, out of yeah. respect. Yeah. yeah. This should probably happen to the Yancey family once a month. Mm. Dude, it happens to Because every... I've seen them reach out so many times. Like, yo, what are y'all doing? Shut that down mm. with Dilla. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it happens a lot. It's unfortunate. And I get both sides. Like they, you know, their claim is, you know, they want to, you know, carry on a legacy and celebrate, you know, the life. But it's that's a sensitive thing, mm-hmm. especially when somebody was taken like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's, it's real sensitive, and it seems like that'd be the first thought to make sure you're covering your bases because it's not something that you have to do. Yeah. If they say no, you don't. You can't do it. You can't do it. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Celebrate it another way. But it just seemed like the, I don't know, that just seemed like the right thing to do to make sure that everybody is comfortable with what you're doing because it's their family member. That's 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 what I think should always be done. I don't right. know why people don't do it, but I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And, and But, you know, it's eight minutes, so I can kind of understand that it was like, yo, we're not doing a full documentary, but. Or, or, or maybe they wanted to use this as a springboard to try to get personally that's what I was thinking mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying that they you know we'll do this and then we'll do the full documentary later that's what I was thinking and even then it's like you still why wouldn't you want to make sure the family's okay yeah I mean with yeah. it you know what I mean just seemed like that to be didn't reach out to the family at all well that's they didn't reach out to the correct person they have a the person that takes care of that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying DITC has a person that's designated to take care of anything Big L related Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I guess they're in connection with the family. So they, they're, they represent the family. So they have a person, a point of contact, but that person wasn't reached. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew about it, but it just wasn't the right protocol. I guess they mm-hmm. didn't take the right protocol to, to do it without ruffling feathers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. All I saw was, uh, I think yeah, Laura finesse was like, 
you didn't reach out to the family at all. Yeah. You know? And their so, thing was, we reached out to DITC members, Fat Joe, Primo. Mm-hmm. They're thinking that's who guy. you should reach out That's who, you know, in their head, they thinking, like, that's proper. But you know, the as long family, as though, them, of a deceased person, yes. I mean, I get if he was alive, because as, as an entertainer, your your life really is not your own. Right. But once you've died, and especially in a tragic way. Yeah, taken like that. The yeah, good thing is just to, hey, we want, we want to talk about your son. Right. And this is what we want to do. Do we have your blessing? Right. Right. How, how, how do we get this that? done? Or how do we yeah. do this? Who do we need to speak to? Who do we need to talk to? That just yeah. seems like the right thing to do. But I can also understand, like, hey, we reached out to Fat Joe. They said it was good. Because you would think Fat Joe had a conversation with yeah. the point of contact at that point. You know what I'm saying? You would think, right. okay, they're going to represent who, you know, whoever needs to be rep for and, you know, have that conversation and let them know this is what we're doing. You would think that would happen on one end. But you just never know with Shit yeah, like you, that, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't you, really you, know the, what's really going on. Nah, yeah. So hopefully it, it gets it gets resolved and, and we get something out of it. Um, yeah, because I, I, I would love to see that. Because I mean, I'm, I'm a Big L fan. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. I bought both Big L's albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And you know, I was a fan. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying. But fans. I don't know much about Big L. It's a story that needs to you be told in so, that fashion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I think he was on his way to do doing some other stuff. Like I think he had just signed with Rockefeller at the time. Yeah, he was de- he was definitely another one that was on the verge of yeah bigger and better things and got taken away. Yeah, he was just so clean, man. Yeah, man, I yeah. wish we could play uh, Big L to end the show, but we can't. Yeah. <laughs> just shout out to Big L, man. Shout out to Big L, man. Yeah, man. Foul child. Foul child, man. Man, that boy had bars, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Man, he had bars. And was slick, just sounded like smooth as hell. Smooth you could hear delivery. everything he said. Yeah. See I what was... happened in my last fight, friend? I hate that. <laughs> just slick with it, man. Shout out to Big L, man. Yeah. Uh, shoot, while we on music, um, how do y'all feel? Music is going to go coming out of this, 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 this new future that we got. Like, do you do you think that everything's is going to go back to what it was before, uh, substance wise? Of just hey, we having fun, money, cars, no nope. money, phones. No, nope. no, I think it's shit going to stay the same. I don't, because I don't think none of the dudes that <coughs> people that. Well, I guess it, who, who we talking about? Just rap in general. Just rap, in like music in general. Like yeah, music well, as a whole, music or as, as a whole, or uh, main, mainly kind of just mainstream rap music. Rap. Mainstream rap, yeah. Because okay, me personally, just stuff doesn't it doesn't hit the same. Like I don't want to hear you talk about certain things when like we're all at the house and a lot of people like ain't no partying so yeah, you can't like rap about partying like what's what's the point of having a, a big ass watch and, and rapping about a big dumb ass chain if you can't go nowhere yeah true yeah that's what that's my that's my what I'm looking at is like alright are we gonna go back to that I don't it think just, so it just I think don't... everything's different man hmm. like even now like what have y'all been listening to <laughs> R&B Yeah a lot of oldies You know R&B. what I'm saying yeah. like, like it's Like Or other shit You just yeah. You just yeah. realize You're tired of rap 
Yeah, it's not. You know a, what I'm saying if I it ain't like to... if it ain't like no super good rapping, like exactly. If it got to be yeah. super good rapping, like before and a well put together album, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like before COVID, I could tolerate just listening to some shit just to listen to it. But now it's like, man, get this shit the fuck out of here, man. Like, <laughs> you ain't talking about shit. Yeah, it put everything into, into perspective, man. Like, you at the house, you want, like, you already going through just being in clothes all the time. So you don't want to put on nothing that's going to put you in a worse mood or something that you just can't really feel. Right. Like, right. So mm-hmm. a lot of people go back to the classics and mm-hmm. everything that got substance to it. Oh, man. It's interesting, man. I, I don't know. If I would think the mainstream is going to change, I think what you'll probably see is like a surge in the underground shit content be- becoming more, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. familiar people knowing about it, especially with like um, the Internet and everything, the, mm-hmm. the the way things are being spread with the lives, people checking out a right, lot of right. music and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all think the lives is going to slow down? Nah, that's going to go like. Next, I level. don't know because they 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 doing the what are what are the the record companies doing now? Like they're trying to stop you from playing music. Yeah, playing music. Yeah. Assist, assist. I did um I did that live the other night where I was just making the beat right. So I was making the beat from scratch, playing the records. Mm-hmm. It kept cutting my shit off. Was it after a minute and a half? Probably because I, I think you can only play like ninety, 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah, there's only so much time. Yeah, so like I was just. Sampling records, so I would play a record. They, Yo, this music isn't authorized. Yeah, but I'll start your live over without the music next time. So that's nuts. I heard, I heard people who actually they were playing their own music and yep, yep, can't wow. really, yeah, cutting it off. They, they hear a tune ninety shit. seconds. It's like it's, yeah. and I don't understand what the crackdown is all about. Record labels being record labels, man. Record or, labels or, being fucking idiots once again yeah. not understanding <laughs> that they can benefit by letting niggas play fucking music exactly right. people are gonna go look for the music people now like, idiots oh, what was yeah. that record labels yeah. are so fucking stupid man that or or the uh publishing companies so yeah. but same thing it's like yeah it's like, like what are you doing? first of all they're not getting money for playing it on ig mm-hmm. people are gonna be like yo what's that and then go check it out and that's where you get your money Yep. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to shut down people from playing music. Nah, it really doesn't, but that's <clears throat> that's the reality that we're in right now. So it's just stupid, man. I hate it. Record labels are stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid groups of people, man. They just do everything wrong. Everything yeah. backwards. Uh-huh. All the time. Oh, Pay formulas. people. They'll make more music for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be fair. They'll make more music. You won't have disgruntled artists. It doesn't make sense. Right. We need somebody from a fucking record label to call in. It's funny. Um, I was listening to an older interview that Will I Am did, um, where I think it was around the time when streaming was about to happen, and he kind of went through the history of music and saying, like, like, look, music was always designed to sell something else. Mm. And that kind of made me think. I was like, like, mm, let me let me let me see. And I was like, you know what? Like it really makes sense. Like he was saying like just from the beginning, like when people wrote uh songs, it was to sell like sheet music. You know, sheet music, go mm. go to a venue, you sell tickets cuz they got to build the venues, like capitalism mm. uh 
pretty much. Fast forward to, uh, you know, you, you look at hip hop. What are we talking about in our, in our, in our songs? Chains. We selling cars, stuff. Liquor. Yeah. Fast forward to even even to today, producers. What do you see? What what are we doing? Selling drum kits. Sell, selling sounds, selling equipment. Tutorials. Yep. All to benefit a business. Like mm-hmm. we're doing the music, but it's it's a vehicle for something else. To sell something. Oh, I feel like a snake now, fast. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's so. Nah, I, mean, I, I know what you mean. Like the music business is set up to sell. Yeah, yeah, to sell stuff. So yep. it's like, so you know, you know, if if you're on live and you just playing it and there's nothing to monetize, yeah, on top of that, yeah, they're gonna shut it down. It's so bogus. It's terrible. Yeah, it's so bogus. Like you know how much good shit could be popping. Man. If it wasn't for labels, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the history of the music business. <laughs> like how much, how much, how rich people would be. Like people were getting their just dudes. Like the fact that Grandmaster Cass is sitting somewhere and cannot is not sitting in a mansion mm-hmm. <laughs> and can just drive any whip he wants. And like people like that, man, it's it's always just sad for me to just see. Well, that's where that's where Swiss uh, was talking about. Remember, remember? Oh yeah, doing one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. wanted to start the just to raise money for those uh, pioneers. Yeah, the pioneers and take care of them. Like uh, y'all should be good. Yeah, none of these dudes should have like construction jobs and shit like that, man. <sighs> Bro, Seriously. you birthed a culture, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you're re- directly responsible for some of the greatest shit we've ever seen, mm-hmm. and you still have to have a job. That's not right, man. Hey, we can we can come together and fix that problem. Man, shout out to Swiss, man. He was wilding last night on IG. <laughs> <laughs> I love Swiss beats, man. Man, he dudes come a long way. Uh, yeah, he has. Just with everything, man. And I salute that brother for what he is um, doing and attempting to do in the future. Just. Just all in the name of just hip hop and, right. and an advancement. Like it's yeah, great. he's a hip hop dude, man. He was great. Absolutely. And the fact that he's like a blend of East Coast and South. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like growing up in Atlanta and yep. and, and uh-huh. taking that energy back to New York and just being on some like straight old school DJ shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He was able to do a lot of shit, man. When you really break down his accomplishments, man, it's just, it's nuts. It's yeah. going a long way. Shout man. out to Swiss Beats, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, yes, sir. Kasim. <laughs> all right, all right. What do we got? Uh, the, the new <clears throat> Spike Lee. Uh, yes, trailer. he's Shout finally going to Spike, give man. us an actual good war movie. Finally, don't do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't do. Finally, that. why you be shitting on miracles? <laughs> Miracle on Saint Anne's was not a good movie. It was. It was not I a good war that movie. movie, man. It was a dope movie. Okay. Yo, y'all watch it. Decide for yourself because he hates this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was just disappointing. I watched that shit man. back to back, man. That was a good movie. Nah, nah. This new one, The Five Bloods, it looks like it's getting ready to hit the mark. It looks Word. good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Chadwick Bozeman at the lead. Like, mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to hit the mark. And so that's actually the first movie he's been, first Spike joint that he's been in, right? 
I believe Chadwick? so. Chadwick? Yeah. Yeah, because he usually used the same people. Yeah, he usually keeps it in-house, mm-hmm. but nah, this is going to be good, man. I'm excited about it. Word. Because yeah. I, I, you know, want to see a good war movie. Stop doing Instead that. of <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> bullshit called Miracle and St. Anne's. I don't know, man. Y'all watch the movie and you decide for Miracle, yourself. St. Anne's is dope. First of all, it wasn't even really written by Spike Lee, which is why it was whack. He just directed it. It was dope, man. But, you know. I liked it. I liked it. I haven't watched it in years. I didn't years. love it, but I liked it. You know, I haven't watched it in years. And because do, see, you are riding so hard for this do shit, that. I'm going to go back watch and watch it, it again. got to watch it again. Watch it again, man. Because <laughs> I think you was expecting it to be like a war, war a movie. A war movie. It wasn't a war movie. Oh, it was God. a story about a man who happened to be in a war that had beef with somebody and the beef carried on over a couple of centuries. She That's what the movie's like, about. She was whack. Right. <laughs> you wanted like war gore. I want a war movie. I grew up watching Platoon. That's what it wasn't Platoon. I grew up though. watching heavy, Full Metal Jacket. He could have set that movie anywhere. It just happened to be the dude was in a war. Well, he should have said it somewhere else. <laughs> and it would have been a better movie. <laughs> but yeah, no. Nah. Nah, that's just good. Y'all check it out though. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, ready to see that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, that movie, man. It's gonna be good, bro. Do you think it's coming out in theaters? It's going straight to Netflix. Yeah, it's going to Netflix. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. That is, okay, okay. Yeah, even better. Yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Spike already has one on Netflix. Uh, what is it? See you tomorrow. Uh, that isn't Spike. No, nah, he, he he produced he, it. Or that's something? like his protege. Yeah, okay. and he yeah. produced it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, see you yesterday. See you yesterday. You yeah. yeah, see you yesterday. Yeah. That was Excellent actually pretty movie. dope. Yeah, good movie. Excellent movie. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Well, when he hit Netflix, I'm watching that for sure. When does it uh, drop? Um. Yeah. Consult the gods. Consult the gods. It's pretty yeah. soon though. I think it's in like June or something. June is like next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, my right around the corner. Yo, it is coming out June 12th. Oh, yes, sure. It's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. How long we been in quarantine? Since March? Since like... March. Just feel like all year. <laughs> feel like forever. Pretty much has been, shit. Feel like it's been all year. Because they were talking about COVID close to the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was the thing. And um, I was talking about that with my wife. And I, I did I mention that on the podcast? How I was speculating. Like, they when, when my pops died. They didn't know what happened. You did. Well, I don't know. Did we have that? In, no. I feel I like that know. was a private conversation. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, and I thought about that. It was the middle of February when mm-hmm. my pops died. And they said they didn't know if he had another stroke or if he had pneumonia, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Because those are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about it. I was like, damn, maybe I was like, you know. You never know. Maybe that was COVID, man. Yeah, we don't know. Because, like, my, my brother was talking about it because he went to the house. He was able to get there before he actually passed. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't tell him anything. They couldn't say what it was, a stroke or pneumonia. And those are two totally different things. That's wild, man. You would know yeah. one or the other. It would seem. But, <coughs> yeah, it just made me wonder how long we've been um, under attack. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a minute. It's couple of it's, months. It's felt, it's felt like all of 2020. Because yeah. we were talking about um, 
in January when when Kobe passed, we was talking about Corona. Yeah. We was so, talking about it being in China. Yeah. China. China. It's, it's been a long. It's it's sorry. It's gonna be a long year, man. Twenty twenty been whack. As fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad, been man. Whack as fuck. This is like right up there with twenty sixteen. Yeah, like, that's the year Michael Jackson died. That was a fucked up year. No, it wasn't. That wasn't the year Michael Jackson died. Uh, I think Prince, Prince died that year. Yeah, mm. yeah. Shit, that was four years ago. Prince died that year, man. Was, was yeah, that a was a fucked of, up year. A lot of yeah, a lot of shit. Even personally for me, yeah, yeah, that was a fucked lot up. of shit. There was a lot of fucked up shit that year. But yeah, yeah. but we gonna make it through this, folks. We are. We are. So, we got to address this. I know everybody might not want to talk about this shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to address this because I, I, I just recently expressed my adoration for this woman. Oh, uh, your girl. Yeah, man. Why, Doja? Why? Doja, Doja, why? Doja, why? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, basically, um, it was a... It, it's it's been a, a a few things going on, but you know she's of the internet culture. But you know there's there was a I think it was a song that came out first, or that kind of resurfaced with like one of her old songs that was um that she said she tried to like flip and take the power back. A uh, song called "Didn't Do Nothing," which is like something that like these like alt-right dudes be, be using to degrade and talk about black people um after that i think it was she's in a lot of ch- these these tiny chat rooms with these like same dudes and it's just not a good look problematic yeah and it kind of just all came to light after just came to light and you know a lot of people a lot of people were kind of going through her old tweets and finding a lot of stuff that just doesn't seem. Yeah, they've been dragging her yeah. ass. Seems seems a lot a lot of like uh, anti black if you want to say that, um, or just things that just it just don't look good. Yeah, it's <laughs> so real, it's real disheartening, man. It, it's disappointing. I was a fan. No, you were. I was a fan. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> not even ashamed. Of this. I was a fan of of just her in general, but then to find out this aspect of her personality. Yeah, it's, been it's some, like wow. It's been some wild stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> like wild, like that. Like wild, like, like the stuff I seen. It was, it was questionable, but it just—I don't know. She just doesn't seem like everything is upstairs working properly. Well, I mean, the whole thing with her, like I, I think somebody was telling me, she said something to the degree of like, "Could you imagine if I was a hundred percent black?" Yeah, it'd be depressing or something. It'd be See, depressing. It's like I didn't know if that was a real tweet. I really yeah, didn't. is that true? I don't, no, I don't that's, know a that's, true. that's a real tweet. It's a real tweet. She, she didn't say like, that. For but feeling it is to be to be white. white. Yeah, that's just fucked up. Mm, now, yeah, granted, the her her from what I understand, from what I've heard her say, her um her father is not really in her life, and he's the black one. Mm-hmm. Her father is this African dude. I can't remember his name. I need to do better. But about you said that. he's a he's a director. He's the director of um Serafina, Serafina. the movie with uh Whoopi Goldberg back in the day. But um, yeah, I mean that can lend to 
Like I've actually seen people say that in the comic in the comments. They're like, you know, she don't fuck with us because her dad ain't shit. Or her dad hasn't been in her life. So you not you know, you all being right, part right, African. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What? <clears throat> What's that? Daryl Root is her father. I have no I don't know the dude's name. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the dude's she name. She white. Yeah. But I mean, she's so hey. he's South African. But he's South African. Dude. He's a white dude. <laughs> Look at their root. Get the fuck out of here. I hope. I'm, if he's I'm a white be... dude, then she's this, white. Then what she's the fuck wilding. Yeah, get her out of here. About then, yeah. what's the conversation about? I don't know, man. He's but South, he's South African. Yeah. Well, you know. Wait. Okay. He's not African. Okay. This <laughs> this cannot be the guy. No. Okay. So maybe her dad's not the actual director of Serafina, but okay. I remember he has some involvement with the movie somehow. This dude can't be her father. <laughs> nah. Nah. I he know. like I look. I I did a little research on her, and he had like a a real African name, but root. Yeah, I mean, her real name is like an <laughs> Root, nigga. Root? Daryl Root? No. no. Daryl. Daryl, right. <laughs> Hell no. But, um, yeah, man, it, 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 it's disheartening, man. And I have to, to withdraw as much as it sucks because she's, you know, can't take away from the fact that she's she's beautiful as hell. But That's what you hung up. But when you, <laughs> I mean, she's <laughs> fine. But I was also like a big fan of her It's her a bunch of talent. fine racists. <laughs> Fuck the <laughs> racist shit. Nah, man. It's like racist can't be fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. However, nah, I was I was a fan of I was a fan of her. Um, like, cause like I used to watch her on Instagram, and she would literally be in there on live with watch. a bunch of her fans, quote unquote, watch. Or she would be like sitting there making a beat. Or mm-hmm. making an actual track on the spot, and the shit would be dope. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made me a fan of her. But finding this shit out, man, is, is really disappointing. Yeah, it's it's bad. I think she said so. She did respond, I guess. Where's she to, from? Uh, I don't know where she's from. California. From. Yeah. Okay. She's but, from uh, or I don't Malibu. know. I know. Yeah, in Malibu. So she said so. I guess in in, in response okay, to everybody. That's I'm sorry. Go ahead, Pam. I'm sorry. All right. She said in her, uh, she said, I've used public chat room to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to anyone I offended. So she okay. pulled that car pretty much like me personally. I ain't never, I ain't never seen nothing racist about what I like, but it's not like when you, when you in a room online with a bunch of white dudes and you talking about, uh, you use, you, you, you like she's using nigga with the hard R. You making nigga jokes. Yeah. And, and everybody yeah. in the room is laughing like, nah, yeah. well, in her defense, people from Cali use the hard R. <laughs> they do, <laughs> but not when they I'm just, I'm just, yeah. yeah, just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> People from Cali do uh, use the hard R. Yeah, nah, but she just, grew up in Malibu, okay. so I don't think she grew up around niggas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Her whole experience, her having. Well, I can't say what I think she grew up around. I just don't sound like she grew up around niggas. 
She probably didn't. But I mean, her whole her whole experience. You know, you got a white mother. Even like her personality. Sometimes when I'm listening to her talk, I'm like, okay, she's really just around white folks. Yeah. And you know the the fact that like I've seen interviews with her where you know she she doesn't go into too deep about it, but her father is not really in her life, and her father is the black one. Mm-hmm. So you haven't had there's a good chance that she hasn't really had the correct influence when it comes to the black experience, which is the roots of racism, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We'll see part where it goes. Root. Part of the root. That ain't the real root, but <laughs> yeah. We'll see where it goes. But yeah. Pops is speaking out now. Okay, he was an actor in Serafina. He was an actor. Okay. All right, yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, man. Have a better week next week. Right. Yeah, another one. So, you know. <laughs> it's like every every so many months we get this from from some artists. And that's the thing now. Like, you know, you're going to dig up some shit from the past. I'm pretty sure if you dig into a lot of people's shit. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's terrible. Like, Before they this, knew that they this had with to be anybody. careful. Yeah, you could do this yeah. with anybody. Not really. Yeah, you Like, can. you're not going to... You can look into all of my tweets. You ain't never going to see something from... What 2012, 2013, where I'm talking reckless, like oh, I yo, got some wild tweets. Yeah, but you're gonna look at some of those tweets too, and you may not necessarily have the same viewpoint or agree with what you were saying at no, the time. Like, or you, some things are now looked at more sensitive than they were. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? Like it, it could be something that was like commonplace at that time. That and you say normal. it now, and it's like <gasps> Right. Yeah, but not necessarily because all the stuff that we be talking about and that people be getting heat for is it sounds wild. Like even if you are well, a, a child, yeah, and I know. You, I, know I mean, but, but right now, even, if somebody literally and this happened right now, if you were to say like you know, oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, if somebody were to like go on social media and say, oh, I don't know why my cousin wears pink shirts all the time. That's some gay shit. He's yeah. gonna catch a lot of heat if he if he's somehow in a position where he's in the spotlight. Right, you go back and look at that. Why did he say hey, he's homophobic? Right. Well, They'll dig that up. And nowadays, you ain't even got to be in the spotlight. You'll still catch some heat yeah. for saying certain things that you could have probably gotten away with saying ten years some ago. Shit you was joking about. Then you was just joking, and it was common for you to joke that way. Perfect example. The shit. Um, and this is before Twitter. Uh, if y'all watched The Last Dance. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen okay. it yet. I ain't catch that shit yet. The whole shit went crazy when Michael Jordan said uh, Republicans buy sneakers too. Mm-hmm. He said that on the bus, like around his homies. They was asking him, like, you know, what's up with this politician, whatever, saying this, that, and the third. Now, mind you, the dude was saying some wild shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, fuck them. Republicans buy sneakers too. And they took that as an official statement from Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, in in reference to the political shit that was going on. And that wasn't his official statement. It was some shit he said around his homies. Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And that was big at that time. That was huge at that time. Like, Michael Jordan, like, fuck y'all niggas. And that's why everybody to this day had that stigma, like, Michael Jordan don't give a fuck about black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas been on fuck Jordan campaign for years. Nah, I realized Mike didn't care about, about them kids when he just... <laughs> oh, when they uh, gave away the shoes. Yeah, he was like, "You miss a Fuck shot, that. all these kids get get shoes." Nigga, Mike ain't miss one shot. I'm making all these shots, nigga. Fuck you. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. 
That nigga Mike hit he every sit fucking shot. Watch that shit he like, too. if I miss one shot, That's all y'all get free shoes. Them kids sitting on the sidelines praying. <laughs> this nigga, doof, doof. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but um, just like shit like that, like like I said, like even with the word retarded, like just saying that shit, like man, that nigga look retarded. Yeah, people, yeah. People sensitive about everything, man. So it's a lot of. That's why, like Kevin Hart couldn't do the Grammys. Cause yeah, because he, like he said he said I beat my son ass if I find out he was gay. Is that what right. that was? That, that was that like comment, that. right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say that's gay in my Kevin Hart voice or something like that. Some he said he said something along those yeah, lines, it, and they was like crucifying him over a. He's a comedian. Oh yeah, and it was a joke. And he had said it like five years prior. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, was it was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. And like he had to come out and apologize. He like I'm not apologizing for an old ass tweet, nigga. No, I mean he he said he did apologize, but they no, he apologized at the time. Yeah, but they wanted him to do apologize it. Apologize like, again. Uh, yeah. He's like, nigga, y'all, now y'all just beat me in the back now. Yeah. Uh-huh. At that point, you know what I'm saying? It's it, a lot of cats come under scrutiny for little bitty shit they said, and it's taken out of context because somebody got offended. Yeah, but you know, some people though. It'd be, it'd be some wild past things Yeah some like. people do say some wild shit so. Like um, When Kobe died your man uh, Ari I don't fuck with Ari to this day because Yeah Ari, Sh- Ari Shafir Yeah I don't fuck with him Yeah like shit. even Like that's just You you don't do that man Fam he lost his daughter You like, yeah. come, you wilding Like I know that's a thing he did Like when somebody passed he would do that But you gotta know when to have some kind of coup And you're just not a you're not a smart comedian yeah, at that point. Tone, tone deaf as hell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you like, just... I understand you doing shit for jokes, but you got to know... Yeah, that's You got to be a smart comedian. Yeah, it's like, that's not funny. Period. Like, that's not funny. It wouldn't be funny. There's no audience that that would be funny to. Yeah. So it's... You know... We, we are in that age, but, you know, at the same time, just... Yeah, people gotta, be wilding too. They do. You got to be careful what you're talking about. Because if that tweet that she said was real about being depressed about if she was totally black and... and Yeah, it's a real tweet. I mean, because she she went and said, like, you know, uh, she can... I mean, even if it was in the scope of... I mean, because we've kind of all had that conversation at some point saying, oh, man, like... I. I wonder what it what it would be like if I was white. I wouldn't have to deal with all of this mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with. But never saying like I would be depressed if I was and then if I was white, my life would have more value, you know. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. She said her life would have more value if she yeah. was all white. Mhm. Maybe she was trying to make a statement when she said that. I don't know. She's clearly trying to make a statement, but what is that statement? Who cares? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it's whatever. Like what was she saying, but uh, you know. But I, I don't know. Just in that regard, I've always been extremely happy I was born how I was born. I've always been. Always been very always happy. Always been black. happy with that, man. Like, I like I feel another way if I was, you know, like, <laughs> I, I'd I be like, man, if I was, man, I ain't got rap. I ain't got, it's a lot of shit. You just wouldn't so be privy culture. to. The big oh, yeah. fork and spoon on the wall, whoopings. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> double Dutch. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, hair grease. It's slap boxing. Music, slap boxing. Yeah, it's just so much I appreciate it, man. I appreciate every bit of it. Yeah. Just that hidden jokes. <laughs> Everything. You know like, barbershops. Barbershops. Barbershop. That's like a whole other thing. 
that's a whole nother culture in itself. <laughs> the barbershop. Saturday mornings. And the barbecue. The barbecue. The cookout. Which might be about to pop off in a second here. Right. But uh yeah, man, I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world, man. Absolutely nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nah, never. Never. I love it. But yes, word, sir. man. I think we uh covered everything on the dot, man. Uh, Pro Tools is getting a little angry with us <laughs> Being a little impatient Yeah So We just gonna wrap this one up man Great fucking pod man Great episode Yes sir gentlemen A little over an hour So We hit our fly, point Yes sir Word word Get that plank in there Yes ah. Salud Salud Black on purpose Yeah Can't imagine not trying to grind Pull up to the spot and stop time Where action is respected and expected Older cats talking to the youngest So nobody is neglected The energy electric Even if the industry rejected It's all about the people I connect with Bills accumulating on the kitchen table No dinner waiting Them circumstances is intimidating Bullets flying like birds I mean a flock of them Been loving hip-hop And I don't know jostling Tell the experts We don't give a fuck about your network All that fabrication make my head hurt Do dirt, you get dirt Fiend uncensored High off, supply off The most high member of society Am I the next up? Undeniably Feeling like we hit the lottery You know what it is They never seen the side of me With everybody that I vibe with, young entrepreneur, all I rock is my shit. Highoffflife.com, go see my closet. Money is my offspring. I'm eating dinner through the winter, then I'm running through the city on the offspring.